What's up, everyone, and welcome to Save the Game Media's review of One Piece Odyssey. So much I, energy right now, Kevin, and you. That's I, the most I'm energy excited. I've ever heard. I'm excited. <laughs> I love One Piece, and I am joined by Ethan, who, because yep. of this game, is getting into One Piece. Things are happening. Ethan, how you doing, buddy? I've always wanted to get into One Piece, Kevin. It's just a daunting task, right? There's only five trillion other animes out there that are trying to get my attention, right? People won't shut up in my life about Naruto, all right? People are talking about that. One Piece has always been there, though. I have a really good friend in the Navy who been, she binge-watched One Piece mm -hmm. in one year. It took her the entire year. I did it in a summer. That's crazy. You must have done absolutely nothing else. I literally would it was, it was my last summer of doing my master's degree and yeah. I would just sit there and I would binge watch one piece <laughs> and then I would write uh write some papers, binge watch one piece, write some papers, binge watch one piece. Like that is that is the trend and I got through all of it. There was a point where I was watching the dubbed the the Funimation dubbed right. yeah. because I do like Bad the voices piece. of the Funimation dubbed and then I got so far that they hadn't dubbed the episodes so oh. I went and had to switch I think it's around the Isn't thriller the worst? I think it's around Thriller <laughs> Park is where it happens but I had to switch to sub and let me tell you Luffy's voice really caught me off guard at first when I switched yeah. to sub I was like who who are you what's going on here but um no I now I just watch sub I've I've accepted yeah. it at you this point it's, that's it's what, what I'm what starting I, off with. Like 800 episodes later, I'm like, this is where we're at. This is just yeah. one piece. So, but yeah, I am getting into it now, watching the anime, um, playing through this game. I spent almost 50 hours in this world. So that was a blast. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk all about it. Yeah. Um, also, rocking a new jacket that I got for Christmas for the first time on the show or on any show looks good. I'm one hood away, though. If this were to disappear, I'd look like a North Korean dictator right now. <laughs> so like if it just had collars, I'd look like one of the oons. But, you know, I'm good. I got the hoodie, so I'm looking fresh. I like it. It's a snazzy jacket. Snazzy Thanks. jacket. Yeah, for sure. I don't know well, what brand it is, but whatever. As I said, this is a Save the Game media review discussion and spoiler cast. I will give everyone a warning before we jump into spoilers. The first half or whatever we do is going to be completely spoiler-free. Just our thoughts about the game. Uh, we're going to try to do more of these this year. So keep an eye out of games that multiple people around Save the Game Media are playing. We're going to hop on, do a review discussion, spoiler cast for those games. Ethan and I are kicking it off 2023 with One Piece Odyssey. Before we get into the actual review, I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash save the game media. If you want all of our content early access or our exclusive bonus content head on over there choose the chair that's right for you just like our current patreon supporters thank you to bucky blue hopple alpaca tom amon fabulous brianna brianna's mom brianna's brother brianna's wife anna hudak nikolai at night cypher primus brendan myers marcus o'neill lillian mimi j the snack network david Hotright, and our newest patron dave harp thank you for your support we appreciate every single one of you but Ethan, I think it's time. We've given him a little little taste. Time to talk about One Piece Odyssey. And mm -hmm. I wanna I wanna start I'm off. We're going on an adventure, Kevin. Oh, yes. So we're we're going places, on all right. Because I wanted I wanted to ask what was your familiarity with One Piece before you jumped into the game? And we kind of already touched on that. So mm -hmm. I guess we can talk about what were your overall impressions of One Piece Odyssey? Um, I mean, overall impressions was that it is a, an extremely fun game. 
Um, it has good combat. It has some unique things that I think that I have never experienced in JRPGs before, especially turn-based JRPGs that made it a lot easier for me to get into specifically the fast forwarding feature in the combat. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later, how great of a feature that is. Um, but the characters were great. The environments were colorful and fun to explore. Um, there are some downsides, which I don't want to get too crazy into yet. Again, we we're, we're going to have more of an in-depth discussion on the downsides. There was some feeling of it being rushed on the back end there were some egregious just running around fetch quest kind of stuff going on um which we'll get into but overall i would say my impressions are very high for this game i i mm -hmm. i ended this game really sad that i wasn't going to spend any more time in this world i will say and that's the hallmark of a great game for me that i enjoy being in that world and spending time with those characters it was really tough for me to leave those characters behind but Got a thousand episodes to hang out with them again, Kevin. Um, but in terms of my uh, familiarity with the series before playing this, um, obviously I am a fan of anime. I just never have gotten into One Piece, but you can't be a fan of anime without knowing what One Piece is. Mm -hmm. So I'm aware of the characters. I'm aware of like Monkey D. Luffy. I'm aware of Zoro, of Nami, of Usopp, like the core four, I'd say, that are first introduced. I'm not necessarily aware of Chopper or Frankie or mm -hmm. um, who's the skeleton guy? Brooke. Uh, Brooke or Robin or any of these other characters that are sort of ancillary. I, I don't want to say ancillary because I'm sure they're huge characters in the anime yeah. and I just haven't gotten to them yet. They're probably main characters, um, but characters you don't see until later in the anime. Um, so it was really nice to be able to get to know all those characters and realize I love these guys just as much as the original ones that I'm familiar with. So I'm so excited to watch this anime and actually get to meet them organically and actually see their stories play out in the bonds between this team sort of form. So exciting for me to jump into this, but this game really gave me that first taste i think uh of uh, exciting one piece content and uh, it sucked me into this world can can i just point out you didn't name my favorite straw hat sanji you left sanji, sanji out i don't know how i leave sanji out i, I love like, sanji what, too what's going named on them here? all sanji yeah. is amazing so it's funny um my overall impressions i was super excited for this game from the moment it was revealed and then the more i learned about it i was like this looks like a game for me uh the fact that it was a turn-based jrpg they seem to have a lot of love you know they had an original story coming from the creator of one piece and so i was like okay this looks like it has potential and then you saw some gameplay reveals i was like this is dragon quest this looks like dragon quest but the more I, uh, what I, what I want to say about that is I didn't like Dragon Quest Eleven that much. I, I thought it was very um, cumbersome. It took too long. That was one of my main criticisms. Dragon Quest Eleven, way, way too long. So I was a little worried. Luckily to say, One Piece Odyssey, not nearly as long. You can roll credits in about thirty hours, I would say, and then you can yeah, wrap. You probably can probably, less than that. Yeah, probably less than that, depending 25. on how much side content you do. But then you do have the side content where you can get <laughs> probably thirty uh, to forty ish hours, more close of, to fifty, like me. more close to fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, depending on what you're doing. But yeah, I really enjoyed this game you know reviews came out they were okay seven out of tens and i was like this is better than most of the warrior style one piece game reviews that that we've seen come out like a pirate or a world seeker those types of games never really appealed to me so i was fully in i got this i played the demo and i was like this is a game that like i can tell they nailed the straw hat crew from the start like you had 
the character interactions between Zoro and Sanji and how they're always button heads. You just, you had Nami always wanting treasure and they incorporate that into when you're walking around and it's like, Oh, I know there's a treasure chest over there. Like we got to go get, I'm like, that's, that's what Nami would do. Um, very, very good, uh, world design, character design, the story I actually really enjoyed, and we can talk more about that. Uh, in this, we'll give an overview, but then the spoiler. I actually thought that this game came together very well. Like I said, there were some issues, primarily with some pacing in certain sections. But overall, I would recommend this game to anyone. Um, oh, yeah. Even like you're not a JRPG guy and you loved it. If you're yeah. a One Piece fan, this is a game for you. If you love JRPGs, you love One Piece you will have an amazing time because one thing I loved is despite being an original story, there are so many callbacks and throwbacks to the anime. Right. And it's like, man, I had to go onto YouTube and I was watching clips and like reliving the glory days because that's what this game got me. It remembering all the amazing times I've had watching one piece throughout the years. And I was just like, this game is, this game is special. To me, uh, it might not be special to everyone, but I really, right. really love this game. Yeah, even as somebody from the outside looking in who hasn't watched the anime yet, I could tell there were moments and meeting different characters in this game that aren't part of your crew, but you meet them throughout your adventures that are a big part of the journey that the Straw Hat Pirates have taken throughout their lives. And I can tell they have huge impact going back to these memories and seeing them reminisce about oh my goodness, uh, do you remember the last time we were in Alabasta? And they talk about their adventures there, and then they meet some characters that um, they had met before in their adventures, and you can tell there's a lot of that emotional impact. Um, but going back to what you said about uh, it being a 7 out of 10s and a lot of 6 or 7s out of 10s, I think it's important to point out that um, this game, I don't think necessarily reinvented the wheel in terms of mm -hmm. the JRPG experience. I think what it did, though, is capture the essence of such a great... Um, anime that had such great characters and they did such a great job in translating that and paying homage to the anime and actually being faithful to um, what the anime is and who these characters are i think that's what makes this game great for me um yeah. even like i said as someone that doesn't have as much of a connection um to these characters as maybe you do um by the time i left this game i had a connection with these characters um because they were done so well i i will say that I feel like the developers almost felt like there were too many characters to give all of them justice. Um, right. And I say this because you are given the entire Straw Hat crew right off the bat, except for Brooke and Frankie. Yep. Right. Those are the two that you will come later on. Um, and they, they have story reasons for that. But in my view, like it took way too long for Brooke to join the, the party basically the end of the game by the time those two join the party it's like i don't even want to use them because i have all my stuff on my other characters and i'm used to using them mm -hmm. like you, you, it's don't, like you, you already don't have have your use. strategies and right. your your ideal party form so i felt like those two kind of got shafted a little bit personally and at the beginning of the game i felt like robin was getting shafted because she would yeah. constantly leave the party and i was like this sucks because i Listen, I love Nami, but Robin, I really, really love Robin as a character. She is one of my favorite Straw Hats. I wanted mo like more of her, and I get why they had to do it for story reasons, but right. that was just something that kind of disappointed me. Made me feel like 
I feel, uh, maybe feel like they didn't treat everyone as equal because obviously you have Luffy is the main character of One Piece, right? right. Like he he's the he's like Goku, but everyone else in the Straw Hat crew is super important, and they've mm -hmm. made that feeling during the anime. Like there are times in the anime where the entire crew isn't together and you still get like focus on every crew member because everyone's doing something. It's not just like, Oh, well right. they're not with Luffy right now. We don't really care about them. You know, it's, it's, it's not that feeling. And that's, that's my a small critique right off from the, the design standpoint. So if you're mainline in this game and you, you're not playing a lot of the side content, I 100% agree with you. There are characters that seem to get completely steamrolled in this, and I think that's the majority of the people that are going to play this game. They're going to see that. Um, but I will tell you, there are some side contents. Um, for example, the they're not Realm Terrors. I'm thinking oh, of God afraid, of War. Frayed Memories. Frayed Memories. Um, there are frayed memories in which you go to in this game. Um, throughout the different worlds that you visit, there are frayed memories, and um, the whole team kind of touches them, and certain members will go in. And it'll yeah. be weird pairings. It'll be like, you know, Frankie, Luffy, and Chopper. Or it'll be Zoro, Usopp, and Nami. Or it'll mm -hmm. just be like a kind of random uh, grouping of three of them. And each of those frayed memories sort of have specific stories to those characters um, that kind of showcase them. Like, I, I remember one in Dressrosa. Am I saying mm -hmm. that city right? Yeah. Um, that was uh, pretty centered on um, Brooke uh, because it had to do with a lost violin um, from a musician, a little girl musician. And it, it was a very touching moment between this small little girl musician um, and Brooke, um, you know, bonding over that violin and everything. So there, there are moments in this game where every character gets, you know, their focus. But yes, I would say throughout the main storyline, Robin, Brooke, and Frankie are almost nowhere to be found. The vast majority of the game, you won't have them in your party, it feels like. And by the time you do get them consistently in your party, you already have your main squad together. For me personally, it was Luffy, Zoro, Nami, and Chopper. Those were my four wow, that I okay. kept in my squad. Chopper was my tank where I did a lot of the buff spells and everything. He had heal. He had cure. I put a TP auto regen necklace on him that basically uh, made it so he didn't run out of TP, which for any of you that don't know, it's basically mana in this game. Do, do you mean like special tank? Attacks? Do you mean tank as in like he could tank hits? No, no, I meant healer. I healer. I okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, no, Luffy was my you, tank. I was like, what did you do? To Luffy was chopper? like my tank. <laughs> um, there's no way to like get aggro or anything. So it's not like a tank in a trip, but Luffy had a ton of health and he hit really hard. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like my whole setup. Well, let's, let's talk about the gameplay then, because uh, you, you mentioned your ideal party and it's, it's very different to my ideal party, to be honest with you. Um, I would say my ideal party that I was rocking was Luffy, Sanji, Zoro, and Robin. So mm, I, I Robin, really, yes, I didn't have majority of the time, unless the situation called for it. I didn't have, um, Usopp or Nami in the part. Like I, mm. those were the four I primarily wanted, but I did would switch them out as the situation called for. Because what I love about this game, and and for anyone that doesn't know, it's a turn-based JRPG. But I think the battle system is super unique in One Piece Odyssey because mm -hmm. instead of just the normal like, oh, uh, you're all in one line and you just take turns battling each other, they have essentially zones, and each character gets thrown into a zone at the start of the match, and some battles 
the enemies won't be in a character zone. So Luffy could be having four bats for, let's say, and Sanji could be completely free. Now you can move your characters. They're free into other zones to help out the other characters. You can swap at will um, the zones, So you can be like, Hey, um, my character needs to fight. Luffy needs to fight these guys over here. So I'm gonna switch him with, with Nami. And you can do that with people on your bench that aren't in your main party at the time. So it's really fluid. It doesn't take a turn to switch, which I think is a fantastic design choice. Oh yeah. And then what they've done is they've implemented essentially fire emblems, try a uh, triangle system, which for those don't, don't know in fire emblem that you have uh, axes, lances and swords, and they go in a, a triangle shape. Like one beats one, one beats the other. So there's always a weakness and they've done that with the one piece. So you have power, speed and technique. So technique beats um, power, I believe. And then power beats speed and speed beats technique. I think yeah, that's what it I is. I think you're right. Yeah, I believe that's what it was. So you have that triangle system and each straw hat falls into a different category. So Luffy, Sanji and Chopper, your power characters, Frankie, Nami and Usopp are your speed characters, which I thought was mm -hmm. super weird for Frankie to be a speed character. And yeah. then uh, Robin, Zoro, and Brooke were your technique characters. Which no, Zoro's speed. Usopp's no, Zoro, the other technique. Nah, Zoro's technique. Zoro's green. Oh, I'm thinking speed is green. I was no. thinking speed is green. I'm going crazy nah. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those are those are your ones that you have to, and the enemies will have weaknesses to that. So you got to mix mm -hmm. and match them, which I think is awesome. This is a super unique uh, battle system, in my opinion. And it's really what like kept me engaged. And I know, Ethan, you're not the JRPG guy. So what do you think coming into this battle system? Uh, obviously really worried at first because any turn-based game I go into, I'm like, when is this going to turn into a slog for me? That's my main concern is I can start out and I'm like, okay, I like what I'm seeing. There's some cool moves. There's some cool technique that I got to use to do some cool strategy. But eventually for me, most turn-based games turn into a complete and utter slog because I'm just bored with it. And I'm like, all right, I'm just hitting a over and over mm -hmm. and over again to do this combat because I I've learned everything there is to learn. Uh, One piece kept giving you new stuff. I feel like, and, and new characters to be able to use to fight with new enemies to face. There was a lot of great enemy variety in this game, by the way, that's something I do want to highlight um, throughout the entire game. Your and the enemies you face don't get stale. Every single different dungeon has different enemies. Every single world you go to has different enemies. And then even as you get farther in the game, areas you've been to before um, get different types of enemies that are more high leveled or high powered and everything like that. So even when you're going through a dungeon and doing a lot of mob battles or anything, it feels cool because you're like, okay, who am I going to face this time? Oh, it's a banana gator four golden bats and this toy soldier guy like oh there's so many different types of enemies that i get to face and different loot and xp you know that you can get and that's really cool um i really love this combat system like too because it threw stuff at you it gave you different challenges throughout the battle so every once in a while you'd start a battle be like oh you need to clear luffy's area and you get double xp and and more loot and you're like okay mm -hmm. cool we're gonna focus on luffy's area or you know it'll say golden bat a is powering up it's about to do a really powerful attack get him in two turns and you get double XP. And I'm like, oh yeah, now I get to focus on, it kept it fresh, it kept it exciting, it kept me on my toes so that I wasn't constantly just mashing A. Thirdly, what I loved about this combat is just how many different types of cool moves all these characters had and how they all had their own unique animations. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's really important to me. 
Now, obviously, there were a couple moves near the end game where I would spam them because they were just my go-to moves. I think Luffy had like a Gear 4 King Kong gun move that hit everyone on the field, and I was doing like 40k damage a hit, and I'm like, I'm just going to spam this for the rest of the game and basically dominate. Um, but it was cool, you know, for the majority of the game, just going between the different characters and using a ton of their different move sets and using all the, the food items that you get, the healing items. There was just a lot in this combat system, and it didn't feel complicated, but it felt like there was just so much i could mm -hmm. tap into and enjoy with it yeah so i think normally in jrpgs i don't know what it is but i try not to use items like i i have a, a aversion to using items in this that's game, any game for me yeah. yeah yeah in this game not an issue because yes. i felt like oh sanji's my cook he's made me things to help me in battle cha uh usopp is he's my my engineer type person he's made all these balls that are going to help me in boss fights so i was yeah. constantly using items to get the advantage in battle like there were items where you could switch the weakness of the boss like mm -hmm. oh he's a speed let's switch him to technique so then i can wreck him with the the characters i have available yep i thought it was super awesome really really well done and i love those little um i forget what they were called but those moments you're talking about where it's like you get the double xp for doing certain right. things i would farm those and that's how i got oh I was, yeah i was getting so many level ups just because you could do them at bosses too i mm -hmm. and most of them were beat with luffy or whatever to, to mimic the anime which i thought was really great yeah. but then instead of like two hundred thousand, you'd be like here's five hundred eighty thousand or something like some crazy number <laughs> and it's yeah. like oh you want four levels at once like here you go and i'm like this is great it makes you feel rewarded for going out of your way to do stuff. like i could have killed him last turn i went out of my way not to do that and and do it the way you wanted me to do it that was really really cool um outside of game outside of the battling a lot of the game is walking around the overworld talking to people getting quests advancing mm -hmm. the story which here here is where i think if they're going to do a sequel needs the most improvement in terms of gameplay because there were multiple instances where i would go to start the next main quest and then be told oh well i don't have it it's over here and then instead of being able to fast travel even though i've unlocked fast travel they make me walk to the next area so you're just going back from point a point b point c and like no no real battling no real advancement in anything meaningful a lot of just go talk to this person because we're trying to almost pad out the runtime. It felt like. Yeah, I completely agree with you on this point. Um, I, when you're first going through an area, I felt okay. Cause there's tons of items in the open world that you can grab a lot of chests to find a lot mm -hmm. of these power up cubes that you use to make your, uh, the special moves that you use more powerful. There's a lot yeah. of little things to discover, um, people to talk to, you know, side quests to do and everything. But yeah, when you're doing the main storyline and that all kind of gets shut off to you and you have to focus on your, on your main quest line, um, it can get tedious running around the overworld. I won't say it's throughout the entire game, I'd say there are a lot of moments that are fine, like going through a lot of the dungeons is fine because you're consistently fighting enemies or finding loot and stuff like that or progressing in the story. Um, but there are maybe three or four egregious examples of this. Um, one specifically is when you're on Waford, which is the 
kind of new island that they introduce in this game. I'm not going to give any spoilers on what Wofford is, but you're there. Um, it's the, it's a brand new island in this game. And um, you come back after uh, one of the chapters and you have to find another character, an item that a character had lost. Mm -hmm. And basically you run back and forth on Wofford a clear across the island back and forth. I'd say four or five times it felt yeah. like, and just for dialogue, just for cutscenes. Um, that honestly didn't have that much impact um, or at least didn't feel like it had a lot of impact because I was glossed over Yeah, because all I've been doing is running and trying to avoid combat because I just want to get through this and move on to the next chapter. There are a few really egregious, even at the end of the game when I was trying to finish the game, <laughs> yes. when you're about to, I'm like, I got to run all the way back <laughs> to finish the game. Like, just let me end this and roll credits. But no, there are a couple of egregious examples. They need to tighten that up. I don't know if it was padding. I don't know if it was just, you know, we have to rush this out the door because we're our publisher is on our ass or what. Bandai Namco is bothering us who knows but it, it's pretty bad in having some, in some areas having played dragon quest because the team that worked on dragon quest the, is the team that worked on this game as well well people that were on the dragon quest team obviously dragon quest is square so it's not the dragon quest team you know right. the, the developers it's like callisto that, protocol yes exactly exactly worked on that yeah, yeah dragon quest loved doing that as well they mm. they loved the slow walk at like prodding you along so I think it's just it might just be an inherent issue. I think they did it a little too much in One Piece Odyssey for me. Mm -hmm. um, the part you're talking about is the most egregious, I think. Um, the other yeah. one is probably right at the beginning of Chapter Two um, when you first arrive in your first memory. That one, oh. that one was a little egregious yep. too. But that one's there, tough. Yeah. Apart from that, I can live with. Like, I I never felt found myself being like, oh man, like. I don't want to play this game right now. It's more like I want to get to the next impactful moment. Oh, yeah, because like, I'm excited about matters. what comes next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, like, yeah, this isn't exciting. I know we're going to get back to like the awesome stuff that's going right. on. So um, if we want to you, you brief touch, we're going to we're going to talk about the still non spoilers. The story, though, a brief overview. So well, essentially what the story is, is the one uh, the Straw Hats end up on this island, Wofford after a storm knocks their ship over there and then they while they're exploring the island trying to figure out what's happening they run into a monster i'm gonna say i'm not gonna tell it like a, a monster a monster they, yeah. they fight the monster and then this they're saved by this man named adio audio however you want to say adio adio yeah um and lim who or lin lin right her name's lin lim, lim or lin? Lim. Okay, or I was right M. the first time. Yeah, Lim. Yeah, right okay. Believe in um, yourself. And Lim essentially takes the Straw Hat's powers away. She touches mm. all of them, and th their power gets turned into cubes. And this is what Ethan was alluding to. So they've turned the story into a gameplay element where as you're going through the island, you're going through the memories, you will see these cubes that you have to collect, and then you insert the cubes into your character as an upgrade system. So every, like each, most of the moves, I should say, have the ability to be upgraded a certain amount of times. It'll increase the power that it does. It'll make your character stronger. I think that was really cool. I loved doing that because then I could focus on the moves that I'm constantly using, like Gum Gum Gatling, 
was broken in my game. Broken. So broken. (laughs) The first half of the game, it's broken. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Luffy, I know you got other moves, man, but like also Gum Gum Gatling is right there. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, (laughs) Apart from that, you also have the uh, equipment system, which we can we can talk about. Then I'll get back because, okay, the story is essentially you're you're going to go back through your old memories of different arcs from the anime to reclaim Mm -hmm. your power and then get off the island. That is that is essentially the story of the yep. like it's it's nothing nothing I we'll talk about more in spoilers but the equipment yep. system Ethan for the gameplay I actually liked this equipment system it's one of those you have a box and then each equipment item takes up a certain number of squares in the box and you can expand the box so what I found was the most the best thing for me were those Four, the long four pieces and then i would just have like five of them stacked around and i would fuse in a bunch of attack things a bunch of tp things just constantly powering up my characters but i did find late into the game i ran out of things to fuse them with like i just had purples oh you had to you just had to go to the yoisa that sold them and just buy a bunch of them. Because um, I had like, I there was attack the plus three hundred one crowns. There was attack three hundred one. Yes, I, I, I got a bunch like of thirty those. of them. I bought yeah, like yeah. thirty of them and just started jacking all my stuff. Uh, but I will say this is a mechanic that drives me up a wall in video games when I have to like min max stuff, whether it be trinkets mm. or whatever. Uh, I'm not very great at it. I don't have the patience for it. Um, I can eventually figure it out if I have to, if the game forces me to. And this game sort of does force you to do that. Um, it does. It, you re- especially late game you want to have some really good trinkets on that's the only reason i was able to get 40k you know per hit with luffy was because i had basically nothing but attack stuff on him it was crazy his build um but what this game is great kevin why this game is great with this system is because they give you an auto generate um for trinkets above all the list of trinkets you have you can click on like uh, I forget what it's called, but it's basically just an automatic generator for giving a character trinkets. And then it gives you a drop down menu on what trait you want it to focus on. So you can go attack, defense, HP, TP, regen, any of the different stuff in this game or balance. You can do balanced as well. Um, that kind of gives you an assortment of everything. And it would autofill all your trinkets and help you do that. Now, it, it wouldn't um, fuse trinkets like you can. Uh, later in the game you learn how to fuse trinkets um, and and sort of buff the more powerful trinkets that you have with lesser trinkets that you have Um, but the the autofill thing was great for me that's the only way I can't I I couldn't imagine me sitting down and looking through nine different characters and trying to min max all the trinkets with them I would have gone insane Um, so I basically auto gen everybody and it was wonderful because I, I I didn't have to deal with it and it really helped me out with the combat that, that's funny because I remember you talking about like some early game difficulties with some, with some bosses, and I was yeah, like, "Because well, I wasn't using trinkets." Did you did you put equipment? You're like, "No." I'm like, "Did you put the cubes in?" You're like, "No." And I was like, "All right, well, <laughs> well, you need to go do that." And it, it. It, it, it is there is a point where after every chapter, if you don't basically go upgrade your equipment, then you're going to struggle into the next. So I found that very quickly, yeah. especially towards the end, where I was like, "Okay, I gotta go to camp." I got to start beefing up my characters with some attack stuff. This game forces you to use every mechanic that it offers you. And I think that's something really cool about this game. A lot of games don't do that. We've seen that in a lot of the Forspoken reviews that have that have just been coming out that uh, Greg Miller specifically. I was listening to it today and he said you could essentially just run past every enemy 
and just mainline the bosses and be done this game in 15 hours. You could ignore everything going on in the world. This game is the polar opposite of that. You do not ignore the things going on. You do not mm -hmm. ignore any mechanics in this game. Each one really helps you, and each one is really fun. You know, or they give you an option to streamline it if you don't think it's fun. That's so amazing to me. Like the fast forwarding during combat is another example of that. It's just it's a very well crafted game. I think it's a very well rounded game. Fully agree. Fully agree. Um, and I feel like you were incentivized to fight enemies. Um, yes, I do think that I didn't really I had like 20 million berries and I was like, I have nothing to spend this on. Like you don't the, have the achievement, Kevin. You know, I, I know. Check. I'm, I'm close sorry. to 20 million. I'm close, close to 20 million. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like almost like 60 billion by the time I left the world. Jesus. Yeah. A lot of the side content, it gets a little ridiculous how much money you can get. Did you get the 100 percent? No, I got every bounty, every realm tear. Again, I forget the memory tear or whatever. Um, I got like ninety nine percent of the side quests, but I didn't get the yaya cubes. Oh, bro, you need a you need I'm a video guy. The the, yeah, you know, what I, I'm not doing it. It's not when, worth it. So I thought the yaya cubes cubes were a random drop, right? I did too. So I wasn't no, like they're they're only in certain boxes. Specific. And the boxes respawn, so I don't know which ones I've broke. Like, if yep. they didn't respawn, like maybe I. So, like, the only way I'm ever getting that is to look at a guide and then actually have to go every single yeah. place, which is like, oh my god, it's at least yeah. three hours of my life right there. Before we go into spoiler section, I will give a quick shout out to any completionists out there. I, I made a good faith effort. Um, there are just some achievements on here that if you're not focusing them from the start of this game. Um, you're just it's going to be a complete slog to get them afterwards which one besides the yaya cubes were you um, struggling with because the yaya it's not necessarily a struggle it's more just tedious like okay. um for example some of your characters throughout the overworld can find hidden objects sanji can find yep. like rare ingredients nami Fish. can find yeah, uh, yeah nami money. can find money um and robin can find like uh archaeological stuff or like different mm -hmm. information each one of those features is tied to an achievement so if you're just ignoring nami and sanji as you're going through the overworld when they're talking and telling you that something's nearby um you're gonna have to go back and basically just run through all the cities again to get those achievements which i did for nami and sanji i didn't do it for robin um because at that point i'm like all right i'm tapped out i'm just gonna get out of here and do the final chapter before i get burnt out um but you make sure folks if you're trying to complete this be prepared to spend a lot of hours in it. You're going to have to use guides and you have to be focusing on these achievements from the start of the game or else they're going to get into a slog. I got Sanji's pretty early on in the game um, because I was focusing on it and I would just switch to him and walk around as him. But yep. then every time I wanted to use Nami or Robin, it was like, oh, Robin left the party. Not or like I had to switch to Luffy to like <laughs> right. get yeah. through the dungeon. I was like, oh, my God, you're making that, this uh, frustration. That's a mechanic, actually, real quick. If I if we want to touch on that, that I didn't enjoy was um, there are parts in the overworld where you have to switch characters. You have to switch to Usopp to shoot down items that are sitting on a wall or you have to switch to Chopper to go into a tight space. Um, every time you switch the character, it would have to fade to black screen. Yeah. And it would have to unfade and then you would have to do your thing. Then you have to switch your character It'd fade to back black screen. It'd fade back. It was it was tedious. It was annoying. If it was more streamlined, I thought I think it would have been cooler, but it was just really, really it got on my nerves after a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I'd like to see that better streamlined if they do a, or just a follow up to the taken out. I don't know. <laughs> also, could you walk around as Frankie and Brooke? Because I never I never tried. I, I they didn't show up on my list, so I just assumed you couldn't. Oh, I, yeah, I never even made an attempt to. Oh, all right. Well, I was always Luffy. 
anything else before we dive into the the spoiler section i think we've covered just about everything uh the gameplay here is king for me uh i like the story but the gameplay really really smashes out of the park so for me characters are king that's Mm. the big part of this game for me i got really connected to these characters well i look forward to, to listening to you talk about one piece for, for the next for eight years eight years yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is your warning we're going to give you a few seconds uh if you have not played the game we're going to go talk spoilers now so you have a few seconds Peace. to click off the video make sure to drop that uh subscribe and like before you leave though because we're about to dive into the one piece odyssey spoiler come back when you finish portion. the game for sure yes absolutely so that is your warning we are now in full spoiler territory ethan um the straw hats wash up on wafford they get their powers taken and then they dive back through their memories uh firstly alabasta all right that is the the first one to go to and let me tell you you spend quite a while in alabasta alabasta uh especially in comparison to the rest of the game i have no idea why they made this (laughs) art so big so long and what's funny as you move throughout the rest of the game you realize just how big alabasta was you're mm-hmm. like you're looking back or anytime you have to go back for a side quest or something you're like whoa <laughs> i did all of this this is nuts <laughs> i remember playing because it's chapter two right like you beat you beat the first colossi and then it's like oh yep. we gotta go into the memories because that's the that's the pattern of this game you beat a island colossi memory island colossi memory that right. is essentially and the 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 dungeons on the island are fine. They're they're, they're good. Fun. I like them. Yeah, they're, they're they weren't. Listen, I've played much worse dungeons in JRPGs. So at least there were some sure. puzzles in this one. All right, there there's some things to do. But I think the the highlight for me are the arcs you go through. So Alabasta, you start you start very early in the Alabasta arc. Like you basically have just arrived at Alabasta. The war hasn't kicked off yet, and instead of like. Like, in my mind, we were going to jump in and like, okay, we're going to be at Aliburna. We're going to go kick the crap out of Crocodile. Nah, nah, nah. We got to do everything leading up to it first. And I'm I'm sitting here like 13 hours, and I'm like, there's no way that this game has nine chapters, yeah. and it's going to take me 10. Like, this is a 100-hour game then, and people are telling me they beat it in 30. What <laughs> What am I doing wrong here? And then you realize as you go on, every arc is is, is um, a lot shorter. But Alabasta, yeah. What it, Alabasta follows? I think Alabasta might be in in this game my the least accurate portrayal of what happens. Okay. Um, because in the anime, you it blows like the te- the. There's this whole thing in the anime, all right? Like, instead of, like, the tower, like, a bomb getting put in the clock tower here, we stop that, like, immediately, right? And then you don't really have a lot of, like, the big key points. And I felt like, okay, I get they know what's going to happen, but I would have still liked to seen that go down, especially because they do it for other arcs. But the crocodile fight, they kept very accurate, especially the mm-hmm. ending, because that is how that's how it ends in the anime. Luffy punches him through the ceiling. And that's oh, awesome. really? Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. So, so you haven't got to the Alabasta anime part. What did no, you think of the, the what did you think of this game section, though? I loved it. I loved this area. And that could be the bias coming through of I love playing in game settings that are in desert areas. 
mm-hmm. um, whether it be the Middle East or North Africa or, you know, Southern Spain in ancient times, like anything that's in a desert, I freaking love. Um, and uh, and I think the the world, the environment here was really fun to just play around in. Um, but I love the story here. And the more I played it, I'm like, man, this place is so big. And I got it got me excited for the rest of the game because I figured that like you did, the rest of this game is going to be this big. I, I I don't I, I don't want to say I was disappointed when I played in the later chapters because they weren't that big because yeah there is still a lot of content in it um, but it was just like oh I figured everything else would be as big as Alabasta but I loved it I loved the story um, I loved the the crabs that you get to ride from place oh, to place yeah. eventually I they did not unlock fast travel quick enough in this no, game oh yeah you basically go through all of Alabasta without any form of fast travel and then you get it I think near the end of Alabasta or maybe into the next arc i don't even remember um but uh overall really cool environment cool characters really fun quest lines um really cool enemies that you get to fight out in the dunes lots of areas to explore especially the big sandy desert the great sand desert or whatever they call it um tons of loot to find out there tons of little secret areas to find tons of chests and it was just a really well done um environment to just explore around in and i and i I gotta wonder if they just put a lot of work into this one and then realized Mm -hmm. after they were done developing it like we can't do that with everywhere else yeah that's that's kind of the impression i got because like it was so much bigger than everywhere else and like they told more of the the story instead of just throwing you in near the end of the conflict and Right. I, I thought this one was interesting because they made Robin leave the party because at this yep. point in the anime, Robin is an antagonist. She is she is working with Crocodile. Um, mm-hmm. Not you'll find out more, but uh, essentially. So she was like, I got to disappear. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I got to disappear. It wouldn't make sense for me to show up with you guys, even if it is a memory world. Uh, Vivi, I would have liked to see more of because she is one of like everyone. Lo- like she's a fan favorite character. I yeah, love she seemed her. really important, but like yes. they didn't they didn't showcase her a, a lot. It was mostly just a couple times you would hit her with dialogue, and then she would go off and do her thing while you guys went off and did your thing. Type yeah. Of deal. She she got she got kidnapped by the fake Marines, yep. and then she she in the anime she has this very emotional speech where she stands on top of like the. and screams to like for everyone to stop fighting and yeah like because because luffy and they kind of they kind of did it they kind of cheaped out on it but luffy like luffy basically tells her in the anime like people die grow up like you need like because she was luffy says that yeah not in so many words but like she she's like crying and she's like i just don't want people to like die and luffy kind of goes like tells her he's like this is the real like people are gonna like people are gonna die but like he, he's very much like i'm gonna go kick the crap out of crocodile like try yeah. to try to stop the war which which they do so i felt like they there wasn't the impact because when you watch this arc in the anime the ending and the scenes are a lot more impactful um so at that point i was like okay they didn't really retell they retold the arc but they didn't really spoil it until they give you that little flashback and it was like this is what happened and i was like okay um so I was I was fine with the Alabasta arc. It wasn't it didn't hit me as hard as the anime arc. But then you go back to the Colossi, and then next is Water Water Seven, right? Water Seven, yep. Which gotta tell you, Ethan, love Water Seven. Water I love, Seven City's fun. I love this town in the game. It's so much fun to navigate. It's so much fun yep. to be in. I just love the world. Um, and it felt. They, 
alive like this yes. world especially water seven city felt more lived in than a lot of big triple a title cities do you know what i mean like a lot of other jrpgs especially there was like uh little what do they call them little horse boat oh, guys I can't remember the turtle guys them, yeah. uh, but they're floating up and down the canals there's people walking around people talking and chatting like it just feels like a very alive world and it's very colorful and exciting to be in Water 7 is an arc where you fall in love with the Robin. Um, she that this is this is her arc. She's the starring uh role essentially because she gets kidnapped by the CP9, which is the uh Lucci people. The, you know, we we only fight Ra, uh, Rob Lucci in well, no, we fight uh what's his name? The giraffe dude. Um oh, the giraffe dude. Yep. There's a whole other like there's more members to that gang. I don't know why they only did those two. Maybe it's for timing because fighting like all whatever of them would have been frustrating because in the anime like every straw hat takes down one of the members. Oh so really? Yeah, yeah, like Zoro goes and takes down one of them by his own, but here it was very much like Rob Lucci's the only one that matters. Um because they're going to execute Robin essentially is the thing. So I would have liked to see, like, if there was any point in the game for Robin to leave the party, this is probably the point. Because, like, to have having her kidnapped again would have been like, okay, now we're recreating it. Now we have to go save her again. Right. Instead, she's just with you, and you're like, okay, we're going to take her down. And I was like, okay, but they substitute Robin with Frankie and Usopp, right? Like, memory Frankie yeah. and Usopp get kidnapped in the memory. And I was like, okay. I get what they're doing here. This is this is a little play. Now we have to go save them. But yeah. it's a lot less impactful because and I I like you can tell me to stop spoiling the anime, by the way. If I'm no I'm go like go for it. For I'm you. gonna forget about it because again, that's okay. probably like eight thousand episodes in or something, you know. So cause in the anime, Robin is like, I don't care if I die. Like she's very much like, okay, it's fine if they kill me. And and ever the straw hats are like, no, we're not gonna let that happen. Right. So they show up to uh, Annie's lobby, which we go to in this game, mm -hmm. um, which is like, OK, it's a, it's a fine little area. It's a fine little dungeon. But they declare war on the world government there. It's a very impactful like they burn the marine flag. Everyone freaks out. And then yep. um, they basically are convinced like Robin, you know, tell us you want to live. And she like breaks down crying and screams like, I don't want to die. And then Luffy's like, all right, we're going to go save you. So it's a whole thing. So uh, again, they didn't have that here. So it didn't really have the the hit for me where I was like, this is such an awesome arc in the anime. And I, I get what they're doing here. But again, didn't really translate it well for me. So I think a good, um, this is a good point to make sure we all remember that. Um, Technically, you're not in Alabaster. You're not in Water Seven City. You're not in Dre. You're in Memoria, which is sort yes. of the collective memories of all of the Straw Hat pirates, sort of put together as one. That's what the Realm Tears are. Are these sort of um, uh, some of the pirates maybe don't remember it as well, and they think differently of it. So you have to go through and fix that. Um, but uh, that's the how they get away with sort of trying to change up the storyline from the anime i could tell that was what they were doing um mm -hmm. obviously i have no reference so i didn't know if anything was different or not but um at the beginning limbs very clear like this isn't going to be a perfect recreation of what you went through so i think that's how they justify a lot of these differences to what the anime did yeah no i and i get that it's just for like for me i was like okay i really love these two arcs and i don't like 
if you just had this game to go off of and were like, I'm right. not going to go watch the anime, you could be like, okay, well, this isn't like, you don't get the impact by just playing this of game, course. I think yeah. is, is my main point. That said, I think the boss, like when you're battling in Memoria, right? Like I'll beat the boss and then they did the electrified thing that you have to fight him again, but stronger. Yep. And I was like, we could do this every time. Like, really? Like, I should yeah. kick, your, kick your ass again. I was hoping that wasn't a feature that stuck throughout the entire game, and I'm pretty sure it didn't. I can't remember if it, it did. did. It did. did it? For like yeah. the big bosses at the end of each yeah, chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not there was a lot of bosses you face up to them, but they never do that. Yeah. Um the next arc was Marine Ford. Yep. Which, which went by in a blink of an eye. Chef's kiss. Per Perfection. I Marine Ford might be one of the best parts of the anime, Ethan. Oh, because okay. in the anime, this it's only Luffy. Straw hats are not there. I won't tell you why that is. You'll you'll get there eventually. But like it's just Luffy okay. going to save Ace. So it's very different this time, where it was like, hey, we're all here, and we're gonna save Ace, and then. I just I loved this area one because it was back to back to back to back to back to back fights. Nothing but fights. Yeah, nothing it was but a, fights. It was a slobber and, knocker. Because <laughs> I knew the area was in the game before we played, and I was sitting here like we played the other two areas, and I'm like, how are we gonna do Marine Ford? There's no like they don't go anywhere. It's at one mm. location, and then I was like, this is a good implementation of it, and the fact that. It basically it was pretty similar to the actual anime, like the fights you do, like you fight Marines and then you fight the 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 admiral. You fight a you fight three Smoker, admirals. You fight yo the admirals. I'm like when I I don't know. You probably don't have this like, but when I see the admirals, because in the anime they're like the big like they're gonna mess you up, right? Yeah. When you when you see them, the straw hats are like, we should go the other way. But <laughs> oh, so really? What, they run yeah, away from them. <laughs> well, they've been, they've lost every time they fight the admirals. Really? Wow. Yes. So when I saw them, I was like, they expect me to beat the admiral? Like in what world? And then you you do take them down. And I was like, okay, I guess this is what we're going for. But um, this is where this this portion of the game is where I think they they introduce. I wouldn't say they introduce it, but like Ace is part of your party for a little bit, right? Yep. Like he joins for some battles. I would have loved, loved, and maybe they can do it in a, in a sequel or something, if those characters could be controlled. If they like were temporary teammates. Yes. And, and maybe it's like in a sequel, you get more of a rotating cast instead of just the Straw Hats. Because in the next chapter, chapter we'll talk about, there were also characters where it's like, I want to play as these characters. I want to, I want to use them. And they gave them like different move sets and everything. You could tell the AI was cycling through different special moves that characters like Ace or Adio, when he's in your party, would use. And you, and they don't always use the move you want them to use because eventually you get used to their move set and you're like, please just do that one attack so that we can win this or else I'm going to die. And then they don't do it and you die. And you have to restart. That's happened a couple of times. But it's really cool attacks. They they clearly spent some time working on those characters and giving them a move set. Yeah, it would have been cool to control them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, audio didn't really... Um... He only did two two attacks for me, I think. He, he did, did the I think he did the hand one. The defense he, buff defense one. Defense buff and then, then he did the all attack. 
Yeah, and then he did a, two different types of regular attacks, like two mm. different animations, I think. I don't know if I ever saw those ones. Um, but Ace did quite a few. Like, he had that big fireball he would do. Mm-hmm. He had the, That's the, the one I liked, the fireball. Yeah, yeah it was dope. <laughs> um, like, just do oh, that every time, dude. Jimbei. Jimbei was here. This is, you probably have no idea who Jimbei is yet. You will. Um, yeah. Spoiler. He joins the Straw Hats. Was he the giant guy with no neck? He's the blue fish man. The oh, the fish karate fish guy that was in uh, Marathon yeah. with you. Yeah, okay. he, 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 which is weird because it tells me when this game takes place in the anime because he hasn't joined the crew yet. Like he's a part of the Straw Hats. Okay. Um, and he's awesome. He is, he's awesome. Um, I would have loved to play as them as like a little nod to be like, hey, we know in the anime he's part of the crew, but like, we're not that yeah. far yet. So here you go. Yeah. Like, I don't know when this game, this game was probably developed years before. Like he probably hadn't joined when they started mm-hmm. making right. the game. Yeah. Um, Marine Ford plays out just like it does in the anime, unfortunately. Um, and let me tell you, if you want to cry, that's the, that's the CEO. So you're yeah. going to do it. All right. I, I could tell that that was a very emotional moment. And like me not having any attachment to Ace, even I was like, that's rough. Like watching Luffy go through all of his emotions when that happened. I'm like, one, this is going to make me cry when I watch the anime. Two, this is going to make anyone who's attached to the anime cry. Because I think they did this scene well in, in terms of emotional impact for me. I don't know how well they did it compared to the anime. I'm sure the anime is better. Um, but My- this scene had a lot of it was the score it was the demeanor of luffy um the dialogue of both of them going back and forth what ace was saying i mean it was very very emotionally impactful and uh crazy to see i was like the whole time i'm like i should be crying right now but i don't know who the fuck this guy is so <laughs> i know he's the brother clearly he looks like him but like i, I don't have it oh it's funny you say that because uh they're brothers but they're not related they look alike no, they they're not blood brothers. Same with the other guy that they say they're brothers with later no, on down the Also road. not like, blood brothers. <laughs> that's crazy. Then why'd they make them look alike like that? <laughs> they're 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 packed brothers. I think Sabo says that. They they yeah, yeah. brothers for life. Um right. But one thing I didn't there's a big part of uh Marine Ford which involves white the white beard and black beard pirates, and they were completely absent from this arc um in the game which I found strange because Ace was a white beard pirate. Like that's There's some mention of them in like some lore that you can read, but that's really the only, I I remember reading about black beard in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was my only critique of this section. I was like, where are they? Like we, we missed the whole chat. Like that's Ace's crew. Like that's where he comes from. So like, otherwise it's like Ace popped up in Alabasta randomly. And then he, is here and that's really all you get yeah. from it. well i shouldn't say that's all you get from ace because as you know it's not all you get from ace apparently if you do a if you do no there's secret. like a secret area you can go to a was it dress rosa that i went to i don't know i was on a balcony farming stuff like trying to look for loot and all of a sudden ace just appeared and there was like a really big heart to heart between him and luffy and he was clearly manipulating the powers of limb somehow i don't know it was like the power of friendship came through and was able to break <laughs> through memoria i don't know what happened but it was like a fourth wall breaking moment with what the overarching narrative was like that 
basically Memoria was just this fake world, but Ace definitely came in and talked to Luffy and there was some emotional, you know, dialogue between them. I can't remember what it was because, again, I don't have crazy attachment to this character yet. Um, so I wasn't like hinging on his every word, but it's a very it, it seemed like a very touching moment that uh, a fan of the anime will want to go out and find. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll learn to love Ace. Don't worry. You'll learn. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and then the last section we go to before um, and in between this, we're doing the dungeons, like I said. So the last area we go to yeah. is Dres Rosa, which mm -hmm. is Dolph Flamingo's arc. And this one, they throw I love you. <laughs> they throw you right in at the end of this. Like, yeah, they they kind of explain like, oh, yeah, like Usopp took down this person who everybody was turned into puppets. at one. like they skip Usopp the God entirety. <laughs> of this arc and just throw you in oh we're gonna go punch Dolph Mingo in the face right yeah um, I had no context of why everyone was like worshipping Usopp here <laughs> like what did Usopp do of all people and like there's a side quest arc that's actually really funny I don't know if you did it it's um there's three different quests where you have to basically help people that praise him and treat him like a god and every time you help them you the first after you're done with the first quest you get a bronze statue of Usopp oh. in the city <laughs> and then if you do the second one it's a silver statue and then after you do the third one it's a gold statue of oh, Usopp. That's amazing <laughs> it's so funny that's amazing uh this is another one where I wish we could have gotten a little more anime tie-in like you have Rebecca who fan service out the wazoo for this wow like, yeah what? I thought Nami was bad. My wife looked at him. She was like, whoa, what are they doing there? <laughs> I was thinking, I, I was like playing, I forget if it's like a video where I was watching or something. It was like tips for playing One Piece Odyssey. Don't play this in front of other people. <laughs> this ain't like, a living room game, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't like I get Rebecca. That was her outfit in the anime, to be fair. But like oh, okay. <laughs> she could have changed. Like, I don't know. She it was it was very fan servicey anyway. Um Rebecca's a major part of this arc. I wish we had more of her showing up. Like she's very much a peripheral figure. Yeah, um, she just kind of stuck with the party. There was some dialogue, and then she would show up in the cutscenes. She never did any battles. I was expecting her to be an AI companion that would at least help me out in battles. No, she just kind of stuck around and did nothing. Yeah, you get introduced uh, to Sabo, who is awesome. He's an amazing character. Um, you, you don't really get much of his backstory, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for you. You can, he's he's Luffy's other brother, and you'll figure out. Yeah, uh, you, you'll you'll meet him. You get uh, what Cabbage? I forget his real name. Luffy calls him Cabbage. He's the, the swordsman with the hat, the pretty boy. Uh, Cadenza or something. I forget his name. I, I can't remember. Chat. I don't know. He calls him Cabbage. It was the other AI you got in the in the story. In the comments below, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you get introduction of one of my favorite characters in the anime, and that's Trafalgar Law. I love oh, yeah. Law. He is so Cavendish, by the way. Cavendish, thank you. He is yep. so, Law is so cool, and this is where I, this is this is one of the reasons I was like, they need to make these characters playable in the next game. I want to be able to use his abilities. Especially because I think he has such an awesome gum gum or not, uh, he has an awesome devil fruit power because his is like he can manipulate things within a space, which is why he go he does he says room and then it makes like an area and then he can manipulate things in there so he can teleport them between each other. He can cut your body parts off and reattach them to other parts. Oh like, Lord. <laughs> yeah, he he could do some awesome stuff, and that's why I wanted to play as him. Um, but again, his arc 
very much tied to Dolph Flamingo. Like this is where him and Luffy kind of like team up. And you got some of that in, in this, which I think was great. Um, they did play um, one of the most impactful and, and they kind of did it. And you, you might not know this, but so when Dolph Flamingo goes to kill law in this game, it's completely right out of the anime. He tries to do the same thing where he tries to step on him and just crush him with his foot and in the anime yep. luffy sticks his foot and stops him from doing it oh, and in this okay. one when i saw that other boot i was like that's not luffy's foot and then it was um the guy that raised corazon it was uh it was Dolphamingo's brother and i was like uh, what is happening here so it was very like this again completely just changing and and giving an alternate thing of how the, right. the anime went but yeah. uh What'd you think of Dolph Flamingo? Uh, cool character. I really liked this fight. I feel like it's a lot of, I feel like a lot of people might find it annoying. You basically have to fight. I think it's like two clones of him. Um, cause he has the clone clone fruit or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and then, uh, you have to fight him, his main character. Um, after I think you go back into a dungeon, if I'm remembering correctly, and then you get to fight him again at the top of like this tower. Um, but very cool character, um, really fun fights. Um, I was pretty high level at this point, so the fight wasn't too difficult for me. Um, but yeah, overall, again, an arc full of characters that I could tell there was a lot of emotional impact that I really didn't have any connection to or understand. I feel like you do have to be like a, a fairly caught up one piece fan to fully yes. enjoy this this game um even for me though being someone who never watched the anime I, i'd still enjoyed it but i feel like there were a lot of moments where i'm like this seems like it's really important or it seems like i should be crying right now you know i had a lot of those moments dress dress rosa is one that is actually a significant portion further in the anime than the rest of these mm, okay. um because this is like this is after the time skip and like all this other like this is a big jump forward hmm. um so that that was interesting to see for for me um i'm glad that they gave you some of the newer arc but it is very much like if you are not caught up you will be completely out of the loop i do like i did like law as a character though i really enjoyed his character his dialogue his banter uh, his move sets all that stuff it was, law was a really cool character he's the only one out of the whole group that you meet during this arc that really stuck out to me. The only one that I really remembered. So yeah. And again, they, le they left tons of uh, characters out of this arc as I'm well. Sure as yeah. I, as like I said, for, for Marine Ford, they one left piece is so many characters. I just watching the first 20 episodes. I've met so many Django, the hypnotist of the black cat pirates, which by the way, he is referenced in a side quest. And I'm like, finally something I know about. I got so excited. Cause I'm like, I know who Django is so many great characters. Can I just say, anime. It's a crime, Bucky the or uh, he, uh, the um, was it his name Bucky? His name Bucky the clown. Buggy. Buggy the clown. Thank you. I don't know why I said Bucky. I don't I was... know why I know that, Kevin. Why do I know that? It's Buggy. Buggy the clown. I couldn't think yeah. of Buggy the clown is not in this game. Why? <laughs> why is he not in the game? I always hear people talk about Buggy the clown. They love him. <laughs> Have you not? You've met Buggy the clown? No, I don't know. No. No. I feel like he's like episode. I just four. finished like the syrup arc, the syrup village arc, or whatever. Maybe I did, and I just don't remember the first couple episodes because I watched them like way, like six months ago. I just mm. started picking it up again at like episode eleven or something. Yeah, well, well, Buggy is a recurring character, and I would have liked to see him in this game, so even just for comic relief at some point, like a little joke yeah. character. But <laughs> um, 
we're done with the memories now. We get back. Mm-hmm. Turns out Audio, who was clearly the villain the whole time. Shocker. Was the villain the whole time. Wow. Uh, he's been playing us. Turns out he needed us to beat the Colossi to unleash yeah. his divine breath secret world destroying weapon. And then we go. Uh, then he kills Lim, which is messed up. Kills air quotes. Kills. Yeah, she's not a real person, turns out. Well, a- no, he purposely missed her vitals. I mean, that's explained later on yeah, because yeah, yeah. he does have an attachment to her. And I think it's important to explain his backstory. So Adio is from the Sky people. What do you call the clan? Like the Sky clan or whatever. Basically, Wofford used to float in the sky yeah like above the clouds right um his his family his ancestors are part of that and like a trillion billion years ago this thing collapsed into the sea um and he's one of the last remaining of that clan and he's basically trying to restore the glory of his people and uh destroy basically the world government and everything around it um to try and bring his clan back to that island and and regain their former glory so he has a lot of issues that he has to work through and it's tough because you do understand um, his character and his motivations for it because his him and his family have been so wronged and really cool after you're done with the whole game you meet his sister and her mm. daughter um, there's like a secret quest that you can find in dress rosa um, you basically go to dress rosa and they talk about like oh my god audio still alive blah 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 um, and you have to basically go and help out um, his niece um find this stone that helps her with this respiratory illness that she has and it's just a really touching moment with these characters that uh you've gotten another that was like the only part in the game that i felt you know misty-eyed was because i knew audio and i knew this story yeah so i had attachment to these characters so meeting his family later on in dress rosa was really really cool oh that's awesome i i, I didn't do that side quest um yeah. spoilers but he <laughs> uh <laughs> i i liked him i thought he was he was fine he was kind of he wasn't one note which i think is is positive like he wasn't Mm -hmm. i'm evil just to be evil like he was like i was wronged i want revenge um but also like i do care about some people and i thought the ending was awesome like the the battles with the divine breath very cool very beautiful to look at the you had luffy and him fighting on the shoreline it was really cool really well done and then he Kind of has a change of heart at the end. It was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm leaving to make my own, my own journey now, and then try to figure yeah. out my path in this world. So, uh, I'm glad we didn't end up killing him, like a lot of yep. <laughs> one, one, a lot Thank of antagonists you. happen. But it does leave the door open for like a sequel or something like that. So, oh, uh, and 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 Lim gets resurrected, and then she gets a a clone, right? She has a sister clone. It's not. I think it's not a clone. clone. It's it's It's, just a different entity of yes. This that just looks like her. Yeah, it has a different thought process, different memories, and everything. That's a different person, basically. Same looking, but so then they're gonna live on the island together forever. Yep. And then uh, there's some cool moments where you just run around endlessly, like uh, we were talking about earlier that we don't like. Uh, You basically get your crew together, and there's a really touching sort of ending scene where you all get in the ship and sail off into the sunset while waving goodbye to Lim. Uh, You get to see all the characters on the deck and yelling out and just being friendly one more time. I mean, it was was actually kind of tough watching them leave because I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm not playing this. I finished it. It's over. It's so sad. I think the perfect... 
I would have liked that scene better if they did what they did with uh, Vivi and Alabasta and, and had an X on her arm and they like held it up, you know? Oh, the end of the Alabasta arc when yeah, they were. It would have yeah. been, it, it would have been full circle if they put an X on Lim's yeah. arm and then had her like, oh, you're an honorary straw hat. By the way, the burning of the Mary got me when they had to burn the Mary. I was crushed and I'm like, I know you this. You ain't is even hit. seen the Mary that I long. I know, but I was so sad when the Mary's like, thank you for the last adventure or something, whatever it said. And I'm just like, why is this ship talking? But also this is so sad. <laughs> oh, oh, funny. That's that's great. That's great. Well, that's how One Piece Odyssey ends. Uh, Ethan, do you have any closing comments before we wrap it up here? Oh, just a great game, man. What a, a great way to start the year for me. Um, just playing a game that's out of my comfort zone and it really just clicking with me. I had a blast. I can't wait to just absorb more One Piece content. I think if you're a fan of the show, this is a must play. You got to play it. I absolutely agree. If you're a fan of the show, um, go and and you've seen everything I've just said. I didn't spoil the show for you. Uh, I don't know why you're here. First of all, you haven't played the game yet, but when you do play the game and then you've watched this, <laughs> Let us know your thoughts down below. But uh, until next time, on behalf of Save the Game Media, thanks for watching. We'll see you for another review spoiler cast discussion. Goodbye. Peace.